inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. Radio Western. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Radio Western, London, everybody. This is Outlook, uh, 94.9 CHRW Radio Western, and it's a Monday morning. Yes, July 8th, mm-hmm. and summer is moving <laughs> along here <laughs> We're pretty quickly. kicking into high gear. I basically spend all my time in, in, in places like this, meaning indoors with AC. That's how I want to live out my summer. I'm the kind of person who is looking forward to September, but everybody else is. Carrie doesn't like the outdoors. <laughs> I do, but I don't <laughs> like them when they're all humid. So, <laughs> But you had a good weekend, right? You went to Sunfest? Yeah, only briefly. Um, in past years, I've been a couple days out of the, out of the festival, but right. this year I only you went... You missed the Prime Minister and everything. Yeah, I, I read about that, but um, I only got to go yesterday afternoon for about three and a half hours. I was kind of tired, but um, it was nice. Got to check out a couple couple bands and I got some good food went to a Leb- Lebanon f- um, vendor and got some falafel wrap and then I got a uh, butter chicken wrap later <laughs> and uh, yeah I really like the food vendors there because there's so many and all different foods from around the world and stuff which is really cool and then all the music is, is neat as well so it's a good good free festival at Victoria Park yeah I love the uh, I love the name actually you've never been <laughs> have you? Fest. I don't think I was at some festival a couple years back here in London I forget what it was though might have been the one you're playing at next I don't yeah. know Sunfest it's always the first yeah I don't know if it was that one but anyway <laughs> well normally I think the first weekend in July or the second weekend depending I don't know what it was um, but yeah the first weekend I guess but uh, yeah so I did that and other than that um, hung out at my friend Saturday he had a barbecue on his balcony, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's barbecue season for sure. And uh, yeah, I guess I we can tie this into what the next thing we were going to talk about briefly or just make mention is that I missed Sunfest last year because we were in Orlando at the convention. So mm-hmm. I haven't been to Sunfest since 2017. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That's kicking into high gear too, following it up, following along with some people on Facebook and stuff. This this big convention at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. Yeah, so that's the National um, Federation of the Blind convention in the U.S. that Carrie and I attended last year when it was in Florida. Yeah, they've been doing these for se- for seventy nine years. Yeah, that's crazy. We're only made aware of this the last couple of years, but uh-huh. um, it's been going down going on down there for a long time. And as we've said before on the show in Canada for around 20 years now so it's hard to imagine that it was a year ago already that we were there yeah and um kind of wanted to go again this year but we've you know we've been to the, the cfb one last year and the nfb one and then the cfb one this year so it's a lot of just travel that we can't go to, to do, all of them. but you can't go every yeah. you know these that would be twice a year travel plus you know anything else we might want to do in our lives but it, it is a good reason to travel somewhere and get to check out a little bit of the place and go to the convention because uh, the one here in Canada has been held out west um, for the most part that we'd like to see it Ontario someday but um, the NFB one in the states they they do it in a different state 
all the time. So, uh, well, I think they might have done a couple years in Orlando. But anyway, now they moved on to Vegas, and who knows what where they'll go next. But um, I don't know. I have a, I have no huge er, uh, yearning to go to Vegas. I'm sure if I went, it, I would experience it, some cool things. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's one of those things where I guess if you're going there for the first time, you want to... <clears throat> or you feel like you should experience some of the Vegas life and stuff, but at the same point, I guess you'd get a taste of it at the hotel, but mm-hmm. normally when we go to these conventions, or at least last time in Orlando, it didn't even feel like I was in Orlando, so but I feel like most of the time I would be at the events of the convention, I, I wouldn't be... I think the difference here is that we weren't at like a Disney hotel or something in Florida, but in, in Vegas, they're at a hotel that's a big resort, and it's got a casino on site, and it's got a wave pool, and it's got a you know it's got a lot of stuff that's kind of Vegasy. That I mean, it's still very spread out because it's a giant resort, I think. But it's just you could still you know if you were into gambling, you could just you know sneak off to do gambling in, in, after a, you know some of the seminars and stuff. But I guess so you might get a bit more of a taste. Like a lot of hotels there have a lot of character. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Whereas Waterfall the one in Orlando in, in the, kind of felt like it could just be a hotel. Yeah, anywhere. that was just a, a meeting areas in a hotel with some restaurants and air conditioning so we stayed out of the mugginess there but apparently Vegas is pretty hot there too right now but I think it's like a drier heat yeah so just a thought I mean I don't know who we would get who's been who goes is going there this year but it might be kind of neat to talk to someone about it or have a guest on the show well, discussing Patrick their experience Patrick was going yeah co-chair for Ontario here maybe we could have him on as a guest in the upcoming so, weeks a lot of them a lot of people have met friends there and then it's like a reunion for them for us it's a little less that way but we have been once now and we know what it's like and we do know some people who are there and the more you go the more people you'd meet and some of them you would only see at convention which is how a lot of it goes for people and so just it's like a, a point giant reunion just a point for anyone who's listening who is by chance blind or if you know someone who's blind these conventions are really great in the sense that you know, it's kind of, it's pretty overwhelming to travel in general when you can't see, especially if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. But these conventions are really great because you you travel, it's like you're traveling to get there, but once you're there, you go to a, you take a cab or whatever it is to a, the hotel. But then there, even though it's a big, huge hotel with lots going on, there's tons of, there's like three or 4,000 other blind people. So you do feel so, like you're actually going for a reason and you have things to go to and it's already planned instead of going to a brand new city all by yourself and not knowing what where yeah, to start. Yeah, it, it gives you something to, to to aim for when you're going there. And that's what I found about it is that, yeah. say I had decided to go this year, I wouldn't have been as nervous as, as if I just like went to a country all by myself with no yeah. set schedule because here I'd go to this hotel and I'd be like, okay, well, there's everyone's, we're all different but we all have some similar situations and, and you, you meet people and you're all in the same boat kind of not knowing where you are, like where everything is and you're all learning together and it just it is a really great bonding experience and it's mm-hmm. just highly recommended but I wanted to yeah so that's all going on there and I just sort of feels like we're here in Canada you know good old yeah it's pretty quiet it's been uh, I think it's just the peaceful kickoff kick, kick off of summer I mean it was pretty busy in the park yesterday when I went but mm-hmm. overall it just seems like it's kind of or at least for you and I I think right now we're Kind of just taking it easy the last couple of weeks, almost like a holiday, well, sort of. Is well, what you know, we hadn't it. even heard of, of the NFB or the CFB a couple of years back, really. But um, like you said, now that you found them, you do have this feeling of wanting to attend these conventions with other people. Um, but, you know, we yeah, we're, we didn't go. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't, like, answer all your questions. Like, a lot of blind people are you know looking for something or just like anyone else 
trying to figure out their life. And sometimes you have some sort of breakthrough when you go to these conventions. Sometimes if you are dealing with something and you meet the right person at the right time, you listen to the right talk, you might hear something that helps change your your outlook or your attitude. Uh, but Brian and I, um, we did our episode last week here on Outlook, and we did uh, sort of talked about our relationship because it was sort of curiosity of the interviewers from AMI a couple weeks back there who interviewed us. Yeah, speaking of AMI, we haven't um, heard back from them yet as to when that's going to air, the the filming that they did. I think they went us. on vacation. Yeah, well, who knows? But we'll we'll find out and we'll we'll get back to you on uh, when that's going to be airing on AMI-TV. But it was funny, as we left the studio, we realized there was no one coming in right after us. We could have just sat and st- stuck around and done a whole hour show. And I was sort of on a roll that day. and We probably could have. Um, but so we're just here and I just thought we could share today another project that you and I sort of have collaborated on in the past, bring a little music to the show, which we don't often have. Yeah, it's summer. That's reserved for your chin music show on Fridays, but. Yeah. And I mean, it's summer now, so we want, we want our shows to be not always overly serious every time. and and breezy, other times heated. (laughs) Sometimes our topics get heated, right? But it's kind of nice to have these summer shows. you want to chill. Where it's a little bit more. It's like people are on vacation. We don't want to have it. Have all these crazy, difficult topics and stuff. So well, today we're thinking back later. to childhood when summer was this huge thing because you know you've been in school all year and now you have certain routines. Going to college for a couple of years or doing something, but it's not the same as when we grew up. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm currently looking for work, but I'm not currently I'm not working at the moment, and so, so schedule summer kind of blends in. Mm. Uh, I mean, even if. Even if you're, if you're working, it's not like school necessarily, unless you're a teacher or something where right. you you don't have the summer off really, but um, you get a few weeks. But but um, um, this was a couple years back. Brian and I collaborated on only two songs. Um, who yeah, knows? So Carrie's, we could do another one, but so Carrie's not uh, not a musician per se. Although you did start learning the violin. Mm-hmm. Anybody <laughs> out there who wanted to, to teach me? <laughs> I'm without a teacher. Yeah, I'm struggling. Um, but yeah, so Brian was the musician and he just sort of started playing me a few tra- uh, a track that he'd had um, for 10 years, right? Yeah, just well, music. our collaboration sort of actually originated as a school project, which right. um, Carrie said she wanted to play that that one later. Um, but that's how it all kind of began, um, was through a school assignment I had to record one song. And I'll talk about that more later when we play that song. But that sort of... Um, got things in motion because I had to write my own song. And you've never really been good with lyrics. And yeah, stuff. I'm a musician, so I kind of, I play and I get my feelings across through melody and through the instruments and the rhythm, rhythms and stuff, not so much. Yeah, and that works just as fine Words. Too, um, and yes. Carrie doesn't sing, but this, this assignment I had originally for music industry arts was a production assignment. So I didn't even technically have to be on the track. It was more come up like find a bunch of people to work with to help produce a song right you didn't have to be even in it you could have just done the or could have just found the people that I wanted organizing. To, to, to play on it and produce the whole project but right. I also wanted to play on it because I'm a musician so I played some guitar and um, we had some other musicians but that that was the the um, the other song which um, we will play later yeah he just brought brings me these melodies and stuff and I just think of the subject matter I kind of want to address and then I it's just basically like write, writing poetry, but you you try and listen over and over to the song and and, and fit it to the the shape of the song. So um, this one Brian had had for ten years or so. 
So we both struggled in our 20s. Brian had a lot of health issues and you know, kidney, kidney failure, and I had a lot of physical um, pain and depression and stuff. So we both had this sort of struggle, and then I heard he had this song that he was kind of calling Decade Adrift. Yeah, so this, this song originated from 2005, and it was an instrumental, and it sort of evolved over the years. When I was in <laughs> Toronto, I jammed it with a drummer there that I was friends with. Um, we had some instrumental live version of it that we played at one show. Um, so it kind of went through a bunch of different um, configurations and then some more parts were added. And then in 2016, after this Don't Look Back, which we'll hear later, that school assignment that kicked all of this off, I had this song kicking around and I came up with the title Decade Adrift. I'm not really sure how, what made me think of that, but I did. Uh, as you know, with songwriters, when you ask them what inspired something, yeah. sometimes it, sometimes you have a good story. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. I just came up with that title. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave Carrie the title and I gave her the I, center recording of the guitar melody that I had and she wrote the lyrics so um, we got the singer that you'd met for the school project to sing on both songs so uh, yeah like we said I'm not the singer um, so I wrote the lyrics Brian does the music and and then we have our singer so yeah so that's um, that's Imogen Wass I should probably give her a mention here mm-hmm. she's from London she's here a great and, voice um, for these songs it was so weird the first time I heard my lyrics sung by someone it's I guess kind of like hearing someone read something I wrote but it's different so this decade adrift is kind of I sort of gave it an ocean theme because I'm big on the ocean but yet I'm afraid of the ocean <laughs> it's conflict it's a conflict in my head um, yeah so what we're about to hear this is a exclusive you can't find this anywhere else at the moment <laughs> um, keep deciding whether we should add drums or just leave as is or yeah, well, it's, it's it's kind of a demo, but um, very exclusive, not even online yet. So Outlook exclusive. I should have some sort of a yeah. fancy ID or something for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here's a here's Decade Adrift on our Outlook show here on Radio Western. You want to hear it now, Care? Mm-hmm. Okay.
surface as smooth as glass Still, oh so still Tides washing in until Rough waters compel Surface as smooth as glass Still, oh so still Tides washing in until on Outlook. Yeah. Some we, people listening who've never heard that song, even though we've had it kicking around for a couple of years. Well, that's the thing about music is that, that's what, I've said this before, but that's what the difference between live radio and recording music. For me with live radio, it's, um, it's it happens in the moment and then it's done. Mm-hmm. You can't edit it. You can't improve it. You can't do anything to it. It is what it is. Whereas with music, there's constantly thoughts of oh what could I do what could I change how could I have done this better like that's pretty much a demo recording just recorded the acoustic in my apartment with one microphone um, it's not like very professionally mixed or anything um, but then part sometimes it's like oh sometimes you just want something a little more stripped yeah, down and not, not too that's kind of what so. this song is is for me I like it the theme I gave it was I just loved like the uh, the metaphors of the ocean you know like currents and and uh, tides <clears throat> turbulent waters smooth as glass type water like that's just sort of made me think of life <laughs> the ups and downs and the rough times and the the smoother times you have um so I like that one but yeah it is a lot more stripped down than the, the one we're going to end with on the show today because that one you did for a class and you were supposed to really kind of produce and you had somebody what was that what did they do to it um well he actually did master um, it yeah I mean he did he did a little bit of mixing as well um after the fact after the mixing that I had already done and he he mastered it which is one of those concepts I'm still <laughs> trying to learn even though I went to school for it it's it's very subtle yeah. Um, at, after like everything is mixed and stuff, mastering just involves um, a lot of a lot of little mixing adjustments, Tweaks. Um, like things uh, that most people hear music and don't even realize they're hearing, but they also appreciate it because it's been done and they're hearing. They get to hear such a you know quality product, but you never know what goes into it. Yeah, it has a lot to do with EQing and um, 
limit limiting and compression and just different different things to make everything glued together and the song sound kind of full and complete. So it's it's another step um, that you'll notice when we play that last song. But we wanted to feature these on the show. Just last week's show would have been a perfect one to do do mm-hmm. it for. But any show is because we're always. I was on some weird roll last week, so we didn't. Yeah. If we'd had an hour, we could have. Yeah. But you're. I mean, you're you're still my sister, right? So. Yeah. So yeah. We're always siblings. We're siblings, and and this demonstrates the truth. Truth of the matter is that we're lucky to have each other, and we are both um, creative people. So we found a way to sort of we do our own things. Uh, you have several projects you're trying to, you know, you have on your plate that you <clears throat> want to go back and keep tweaking that you could tweak forever. That's you got a lot of that. But for this, you know, with our podcasting and our soundscapes and our story, audio storytelling, and, and our the show here, um, plus this music. It's the kind of thing we found we can do together and produce some pretty cool stuff. And we, Yeah, so when they were asking us that question with AMI about how is it working with, with uh, <laughs> your brother or with your sister in my case, um, this is just another example of some of the, the stuff that we can do together and that we hope to do more in the future because it uh, it was really fun and it turned out well, but it's... It's tough to keep up with stuff, and mm-hmm. I find with music too, it's one of those things. If you, um, I got to get better at doing it in the moment because if you wait a couple of years, it just isn't as fresh in your mind anymore. And it's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I've moved on, but I'm not as keen on it as I was at the time. So it's, it's sort of a moment in time where you have to go with it and get it done instead of letting it sit on the on a hard drive for forever. Or else yeah. sometimes it just doesn't get get looked at again. So I, I can nudge him and nudge him all I want, you know. If, he has to be the one who does most of the work on this that song we just played from here on out. Um, unless there's a problem with some of my lyrics, we want to switch them up. But, but it right. was weird to hear this next song first because you sent me the track you originally did, and then when you updated it, and then the drumming was different, and it was all put to package. It, it sounded different. I heard like very uh, multiple versions of this next. Yeah, song. this next, the final song we're going to play today, and the only other one that we've collaborated on so far. Um, this is again from. 2016, which is hard to believe, three years ago. That's the thing about Decade of Drift, these days and months yeah, and weeks and months. Time just flies by. Even this year and this summer, we're already over halfway through the year. And mm-hmm. um, But yeah, this one came about as a school project, like I said earlier, and this was more of a production. I started out just acoustic guitar, um, and then Carrie wrote lyrics, and then I came up with a, a bit of a melody on a keyboard and then brought it to um, the uh, same singer, Imogen Wass, and... She came up with the melodies, and so Carrie heard it originally, just acoustic guitar and her melody. <laughs> um, and then I re-recorded the acoustic guitar and added my own bass to this and a little bit of electric guitar, and then a good friend of mine, Andrew, uh, played drums on it. So it went through a whole process, and we're going to wrap up the show with this other track, Don't Look Back. Yeah, so it's kind of about, it can, it can apply to anything, you know, a relationship that's ended um, or you know, losing one's vision. <laughs> Literally, yeah. whatever you whatever you want to apply it to, but yeah, you like my my one line, the forest for the trees, which is a common, pretty common expression. But yeah, you so that these songs are full of. I'm not that original. You didn't create that line, but, no. Um, but yeah, you can actually find this one is online actually, SoundCloud.com/slash Brian Dash Kajewski, K I J E W S K I. Maybe we'll share a link from it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and you can also drop us an email. Um, I guess we'll mention that in the outro theme. after we listen to Don't Look Back.
days I can't let you go Something lost to be found Wandering through fog A forest for the trees I'm searching Bright, shocking are the flashes Something out there beside No lyrics carrie thanks yeah i liked some of those lyrics that don't the um back of my mind's eye there i spy um that just was sort of originated from that you know the game i spy most people know it i used to play that when i was growing up with my grandparents and they adapted it for me because i i could still see somewhat there um but we did it what does it start with not what color is it and you find us on twitter at Outlook C <laughs> Interrupting your care. He didn't warn me. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.